Welcome to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast with your host, Pastor Manny Alanese. Join us as we spend a few minutes going through the entire Bible verse by verse. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at saintstephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast. Today, we're going to conclude our passage commonly referred to as the wedding at Cana. Because our studies are from five to no more than ten minutes long, I would encourage everyone to go back and listen to parts one and two of this wedding passage I would also ask you to share these Bible study podcasts with others, even posting them on your social media. Now let us join together in the presence of his glory. Let's pray. Lord, to whom shall we go? For you have the words of eternal life. Help us now to hear and obey what you say to us today through Christ our Lord. Amen. Now again, we're continuing our study in the New Testament Gospel of St. John, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Hear ye now the word of the Lord. On the third day there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. The mother of Jesus said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jugs there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first. And when people have drank freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This The first of his signs Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory, and the disciples believed in him. This is God's word. Last time, we left off after Jesus' mother submitted to the power and authority of Jesus. She tells the servants, do whatever he tells you. She recognizes, as we too must realize, that Jesus will do according to his own pleasure whatever is right. Make no mistake, Jesus invites all who are in need to come to him, for he is the fountain that never runs dry. Today we're looking at the miracle that is the first sign in this gospel where Jesus will manifest his glory and his disciples will believe in him. In verse 6, we're told that there were six stone water jars. It is common for stone jars to be used in Jewish cleansing and purification rituals. 
as prescribed by the law of God. Each of these jars held between 20 to 30 gallons of water, totaling between 120 to 150 gallons of water. These details are significant because it reveals that the people were obedient to the Jewish old order of law and custom. The water in our passage represents the law. This wedding did not lack for water. As mentioned before in our passage, what this wedding needs is wine. Jesus has come to replace the old order of things with something new and better. In verse 7, Jesus demonstrates his authority by instructing the servants to fill the jars with water. Notice that only when his instructions were followed to completeness, when the servants fill the jars to the brim, does Jesus tell them what to do next. Jesus instructs the servants to draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. If we follow the sequence of events, we will also notice that we are not told at what point the water turns to wine. It is not until the master of the feast tasted the water now turned to wine that he announces the presentation of the good wine, indeed the best wine he had ever tasted. Listen, we can place ourselves in this passage as the servants. They, like us, are called to be obedient and to trust Christ. They knew that the jars contained only water. They poured some out and took it to the master of the feast, probably thinking to themselves how foolish they are going to appear. But what if the servants had not been obedient and did not trust Christ? Would the miracle have taken place? This happens to us all the time. We are not obedient. We do not entrust our lives to Jesus. So the miracles that the Lord wants to give us do not take place. How many miracles have you left on the table by being disobedient and not trusting Christ? Ah, but there's something greater going on in our passage. The Son of God, the King of glory is here, and the servants are obedient and trust the Lord. The servants are probably just as amazed as the disciples are when the water turned into wine. The abundance of wine demonstrates the abundance and riches of grace that manifest the deity of Christ. The wedding is a foreshadow of the heavenly marriage banquet between the bridegroom, Jesus, the Lamb of God, and his bride, the church. His disciples believed in him. So now there's the question. Do you believe in him? And if so, are you an obedient and faithful servant? This brings us to the end of our passage Take a moment to reflect and meditate on the words that you have heard. Seek to apply them to your life. Now, until next time, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Amen. You've been listening to Manny Alanese, pastor at St. Stephen's Chapel. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at ststephenschapel.org. That's St. S-A-I-N-T. Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Now from Manny and the entire St. Stephen's Chapel family, thank you for your prayers. 
And join us next time as we seek to glorify God verse by verse.